and Shalom. Good shalom. morning. Good morning. Shalom. Dr. Larry is, uh, who are you? Oh, you don't know me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dr. Renee. All right. <laughs> and we're, uh, I'm Senior Pastor Renee, Assistant Pastor in Pamela Faith, Kingdom Center for Ambassadors with a mandate to promote, to teach, to preach the message of the kingdom. Matthew 4.17, Yeshua said, change the way that you think because the kingdom is back. The kingdom was back with him present with the governor, the Holy Spirit. And the kingdom of Elohim on the earth is the Holy Spirit on the earth in us. Now, as the Holy Spirit impact us, influence us, conform us to the image, the likeness of the Father, then that means or the result of that is the kingdom of Yah or God in the earth. Kingdom of heaven is a place, a country where the father uh, resides, where everything is 100% conformed to his will, his agenda, his plan. And that's the will of the father in the earth to have the earth be made just like heaven. But he assigned that to mankind to do that. And what we're dealing with today, uh, where we've been dealing with the fight for the family series, we've been uh, doing teaching in the area of family, mothers, fathers, purpose, uh, uh, plan for the man, plan for the woman, purpose of the father, purpose of the mother. And now we want to get into an area with the children. We're not through with the fathers and mothers, but we definitely want to get into an area of saving this future generation. Right, right. Okay, so we're going to go back and review some of what we have already um, taught. You can always go back. Remember, if you're following us on YouTube, remember to click on the button in the upper right-hand corner to subscribe. Mm -hmm. what you looking for? All right. Yeah. All mm -hmm. right. So the kingdom keys principle, that's exactly where we want to. I'm looking at your mic. Go ahead. <laughs> what? You want to fix my tell, mic? I can tell she did it. Because it's sideways. <laughs> you don't like my mic? Okay. Yo, let's go on the slide. <laughs> kingdom keys principles. Uh, take us there, Yisrael. <laughs> kingdom keys uh, principle. All right. Go ahead, Dr. Renee. <laughs> okay. The kingdom keys principle. Number one, the keys of the kingdom are the principles, precepts, laws, and systems by which the kingdom functions. Number two, the keys must be learned and applied by the citizens in order to appropriate the benefits and privileges to their lives. So according to Matthew 16 and 19, the word of Elohim reads, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven and whatever you release on earth would have been released in heaven. So we talked about that previously um, because religion has taught us that we could bind and loose whatever we want. But according to the scriptures here, it must have already been bound or allowed in heaven, sanctioned in heaven mm -hmm. and already in order for us to sanction or release it or allow here on earth. Right, and that ties to Matthew 6.33. Mm -hmm. uh, Seek you first and meditate the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And also in Matthew 6, Yeshua said, your will be done on earth, just as it is in heaven. That'll take us right back to Bereshit 1.26, when the Father gave a mankind a mandate right. to govern, rule, manage, control the earth, and make the earth just like heaven. That's right. That's, that's right. Those are those are kids. That's what we are teaching. We're teaching the keys, not really concerned about the tradition, the fuss and the fighting and all that kind of stuff. We're not trying to establish no religion. We're not trying to be in unity with no religion or anything like that. Only uh, one we're being in unity with if, is the message of Yeshua that he proclaimed when he came as the second Adam or no, not the, the second, but the last Adam. Mm -hmm. to give us the kingdom back. So notice here it says mm -hmm. the keys must be learned mm -hmm. and applied. We can't apply what we don't know. Right. And that's been part of the problem. Basically, we've been going with the flow of religion, not checking anything, not challenging it on our own. But what does the word say? So I'm the, I need to make sure that I know for myself exactly what the word says. I need to learn it for myself so that I can apply it. Right. So this, we can't trust uh, indoctrination is not checking what you're being taught. That's what it is. Right. It's going, getting a good lecture, a good motivation speech, 
a good uh, inspiring message, but you don't never go back and check it to make sure that is what the Holy Spirit said. Many times we're just repeating what a translator, what was in that translator's mind about what the scripture meant. That's why you can't trust uh, translations, period. You can't mm -hmm. do that, and especially dealing with our children, this future generation. Things have to change. Th things have to turn. In order to turn it, to turn it, the, uh, the priority of turning things would be to go after the youth, the future generation, because many are set in their ways, you know, the religious strongholds are there, yes, you know, don't want to change, they'll fight you, argue with you, all that stuff. That's right. A lot of stuff just have to die out with people as they leave, mm. uh, the, the stuff will just leave, and then that'll give opportunity for the younger generation to go ahead and, and go a different route or a different way. Mm -hmm. But it's been put and pushed and, no, just, just hear what I say, do what I do. Uh, uh, the pastor said that, and we've been teaching this for years. That's one of the most dangerous atmosphere you can be in. Right. That was powerful what you said. You said, you said some things just have to die out right. with the people. Right. In other words, the stronghold is so fastened and it's, it's gripped so tight until right. people are unwilling to let go of everything that they've been taught for the sake of what they believe. Right. And right. that's, that's, it's uh, pride. It's not, I uh, right. don't want to admit to being wrong. That's all. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's look at his education principle because this is very important also. Okay. All right. So all kingdoms establish a system and program for training and educating their citizens. The educational system is designed to transfer, reinforce, inculcate the laws, values, morals, and matters of the king and the kingdom to succeeding generations and new citizens. And actually the primary uh, mandate of uh, the mantle, the, the people who primarily are gonna carry that mantle are not the pastors, mm. are not the teachers, they're not the evangelists, they, the parents. The parents are the first line in terms of conditioning the mind of those children. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important that parents understand you, you, you just gotta stop leaving it to the educational system. That's right. To, to mold the mind of your children. You know, just go to work and let the school teach you. So most of your kids coming out as a result of their teachers, what their teachers are putting in them. Mm -hmm. And what the teachers are putting in them is secular education. That's right. Which yeah. is all based on Greek philosophy. It's not based on the scripture. And that's not based on what the Holy Spirit said. It's based on Greek thought. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so the kids are turning out with those similarities. You know, the Greeks are notorious uh, for uh, looseness, immorality, right. uh, uh, physical exposure, you know, things of this nature, uh, having different gods and all this stuff. And we see a whole lot of stuff in our kids and we'll be trying to wonder what in the world is going on. But the parents are not stepping up to the plate. And that's what we want to deal with is challenging the parents to step up to the plate and challenge the children to begin to listen to the parents who know what they are talking about. Yeah. And if your parents don't know, you got sources out here where you can hear the word of the kingdom, kingdom laws, kingdom culture, uh, what the father want, what he will, what his plan is, what his agenda is. And that'll mold your mind to be a agent or an ambassador who is carrying out the original mandate and purpose for your life. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. So, uh, here it says, teach your children, the word mm -hmm. in Michelin 22 and six, it reads, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Mm -hmm. So we talked about this previously, uh, that the training is what will not depart mm -hmm. from this child. Because mm -hmm. many times, you know, religion again has taught us that, oh, you just teach him and he'll come back. Well, wait. Okay, they left. But is that training, has that seed been planted on the inside of them? Right. And the training is not... Uh train how to drive a car. Mm. That's not what he's talking about. Cause we pointed that out that it's training in the word is what he is making uh, reference to. Yeah. Uh, should go. That's the uh, Hebrew alphabet actually spelled out pay. Mm -hmm. It's uh, pay alef or pay high. And it means the power of the father's word or the power of the revealed word of the father. So what uh, instructions is given here is teach your children the word. The word would never ever depart because the word would never ever return to the father void or not accomplishing what it's supposed to do. It'll always be 
accountability factor with them. They always know which way to go, what to do, even if they don't choose that way. Mm -hmm. But the word will always be there. It's so vital, so important. Right. Even if they act like they're not listening, you still teach them the word. Not a lecture, not a motivational speech, yes. not a Sunday school lesson. He didn't say the Sunday school teacher. <laughs> That's the parent's primary responsibility. Secondary, you got the teachers. That's exactly mm -hmm. what I was going to say because we rely so much on the pastors or the ministry leaders at at the ministry to teach our children. And then even if we were to put them in a Christian uh, or private school, you know, our children, they've gone to private schools, but guess what? We have always told them that, listen, we have the spiritual part. Right. Uh, we will take care of that. We are responsible for teaching you. Right. So we don't want that because mm -hmm. um, there are many theories that's out there and it's not, if it's not lining up with the word of Elohim, then no. Absolutely not. We're not going with that. So definitely it's the parents responsibility to make sure that we train our children. In right. Because we, we're in, uh, here uh, around the Memphis area and one of the best schools that I ever knew about in this area is not open. Yeah, it's not open, you know, and uh, it's, it's just something. And then the schools they went to, uh, we actually told the principal, we told the teachers uh, the, the spiritual end. We got that because mm -hmm. it was going to be a denominational uh, mindset. Yeah. Whatever school they went to, they were going to teach them their doctrine and we wasn't having that. You're not going to indoctrinate yeah. Yeah. <laughs> them and uh, put your uh, religious belief in them. We made that clear in one of our songs. You know, we got a call from the principal, about <laughs> the young prophet. Yeah, <laughs> we got a call from the principal because he, he raised his hand up. Now, how can you once say, I mean, I'll, what do you mean? How can I be a saint and a sinner at the same time? Mm -hmm. You know, and he was able to do that because his mind had been groomed in truth. Right. And we didn't depend on the Christian school to do that. You know, and most a lot of kids go to Christian schools are not Christian. They are not religious at all, especially Catholic schools. You know, you got these hip hop guys out here cussing and downgrading, degrading women and yeah. just tearing the, fa the fabric of morality in our culture and stuff like that. And they send their kids off to a private school. Mm -hmm. and that's how they, they're using us. So here's some areas uh, uh, we need to. Uh, we're not going to teach this again today, but we want to at least revere it. So parents, you know what areas need to be focusing in. Okay, all right, so some of the areas that children need to be trained in, giving you the list. You ready? All right, so kingdom knowledge education, also kingdom laws, kingdom culture, appointed holidays, music, fashion, and food. You sure we're not gonna talk about these just a little bit? No, we're gonna we're gonna come because we're gonna just do this. Okay. I, I, I looked at it this morning. I said, no, we're gonna have to just take, and this is gonna be the main thing that we're gonna focus on. Mm, kingdom relationships, mm -hmm. kingdom mandate, kingdom marriage, and kingdom business entrepreneurship. Because I knew it was hard for you to go by the, the point of how these how the culture is huge. Mm -hmm. That's huge because it's all mixed up. All right, and this uh, uh, we did deal with the danger of religious teaching mixed with secular culture. All the Western educational systems are built on Greek philosophy. Every college, every school, they, they the same thing. So you have to be careful in that. All right, so what we're gonna do is um, go to what must happen to save the generation. It's, things have to change, period. Right. That's, that's why Yeshua was hated so much uh, by religious, leaders, the scribe, the Pharisee, the, mm -hmm. not on religion, government to the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and Herod or the Caesars, or another word for Caesar is Lord. And those were the Roman, let me say it like this, the presidents who was ruling Rome. They had a real problem with him. They had a serious problem with him. Number one, he said he was a king and that was intrusion upon their territory. They weren't having that. And he uh, was definitely uh, unloot, uh, tearing up, uh, right. the religious, yeah. uh, teaching and their laws and way of doing things. And, uh, and all of this stuff that was going, they misinterpretation of scripture and their indoctrination of people. And mm -hmm. it's just a whole lot of stuff. And, and he, but he came, um, many times, you know, I talked about this yesterday. He just walked in dominion. He never said 
in my name, I'm casting this demon out. He never said that. Mm. He never said in the Father's name, I'm casting demons out. He said, I come to do the will of the Father. And right. that is to uh, bring back, present, make available the kingdom government back to mankind. Mm -hmm. He went through, he came to go through the means to get the dominion back, to get uh, the authority back to mankind, to get man restored back to his place of position of righteousness with the father. That, that was the ends. And even, you know, with uh, the resurrection, the crucifixion, mm -hmm. you know, some people still stuck on the re resurrection, you know, uh, the resurrection was not the main reason that he came. He came, the resurrection was part of it. Right. Because yeah. he had resur was resurrected and never went to heaven, gave his blood on the heavenly mercy seat in order to delete the penalty of sin against mankind so that man could be restored back to a position of righteousness so he could rule, then the resurrection would have been in vain. Mm -hmm. So his main purpose was not the resurrection, it was for the it was to rule, to put man back in rulership and dominion and control of our lives. Right, and unless we hear something different, we'll keep doing the same we'll thing. We'll keep doing the same thing and we'll continue mm -hmm. to get the same results that we've been getting. Right, so uh, this that's why I want to get into these things we got to do now. All right, okay, so what must happen to save the generation? Number one, the seed produces the root. Mm -hmm. Number two, the root produces the fruit. Number three, the quality of the fruit is in the root. Number four, the deeper the root, the greater the fruit. Come on. Number five, if the root is bad, the fruit is bad. Number six, the root must be uprooted and a different kind of seed must be planted. And number seven, the source of the seed must be changed. Yeah, this is very powerful. And I was thinking about the scripture in Malachi, where he said, uh, I turn the hearts of the fathers. Yes. And that word father, some translated translations have it translated parents, but that's not correct. Because mm -hmm. when you look at the spelling of that word father in Malachi 4, uh, actually it's, you get the word for father, olive uh, 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 yet. And then you have a vav tav. Vav means to be established or connected, and tav means has to do with the covenant. Mm -hmm. So the fathers that he are turning to the children's heart are those who are established in the covenant of Elohim. Those who have, you know, and when you're in a covenant, there are always significant signs or marks. Yeah, you can be identified based on what you believe and what controls yes. the inside. Right. So the fathers that have the word in them, mm -hmm. the word in them that are firm and secure That's good. in the word of the father, the father said, I'm going to turn those fathers to the children, mm -hmm. this future generation. And I'm going to turn the future generation to those men. And see, children, youth are looking for sources, That's right. fathers who are establishing the word. Right. They're looking for something, but they don't know exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And so basically what you were just saying so that's what's going to draw them and that's what's going to hold them and keep them. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine a father with vision that is established in the word of Elohim, teaching and, and raising their children in the admonition of the of Yahweh? Can you imagine the end result of that child? That's a that's a powerful thing when I think mm -hmm. about it, just just thinking about how um, when the father, when he breathes that word, and, and teaches his children exactly what the word says, you know, it's our responsibility as parents, like we just said, to teach our children. And then it's up to them to decide whether they're going to obey it. But I need to make sure that I do my part so that my hands are clean. Right. And he said he has sent the spirit of Elihu, mm. the prophet. Yes. The prophet, that anointing, that mantle. And Elihu, you know, translate Elijah had uh, several uh, it was several points to his uh, to his ministry one of them was confronting uh fakeness and erroneous leadership leaders in error he confront kings he confronted yeah. the lying false prophets uh he <laughs> confronted immorality uh he he challenged all of these things he he wasn't afraid to speak out and declare he he the one said how long are you going to halt between two opinions so when you talk like that as a father mm -hmm. with vision, 
the world won't the world will not accept that or embrace that they'll say that you're too hard well i would say religion yeah is the number one yes yeah, too hard or, mm -hmm. or why are you why can't you be more sensitive yeah. because the world in itself or religion has worldly religion <laughs> okay religious religious mixing together go ahead yeah yeah what was i saying <laughs> worldly religion because the mix Right. The the mixture is just causing people to, okay, because they're mixing, they're not wanting to accept mm -hmm. what the father has deemed as acceptable and holy in his sight. They're mm -hmm. one, you know, they're saying, no, that, that's not what we want. Right. When you talk about uh, teaching them against things like that, mm -hmm. yeah, they're not with that. Yeah, because script said the common people heard Yeshua uh, gladly. Yes. And I can personally testify to that. And I'm talking to somebody that don't, that haven't been to no church. They haven't been indoctrinated. They think different. Yes. You know, their minds are not pinned down. They haven't, you know, tapped out. It's a lot easier to deal with them. That's right. A lot easier to get. I mean, just talk about different things, you know, and but when you get around church folk, boy, I tell you, this is that well, where the Bible says that. Okay, all right. Well, you know, the yeah. Torah, the Torah says so and so, so and so. Uh uh, matter of fact, in first Kings, I'm thinking first King is not a part of, of the uh, of that, sir. Mm. You know, uh, first king, uh, you know, the Torah, you got the Tanakh, uh, the Tanakh, uh, the Torah, the Ketuvim, of them and the knee of them. Mm -hmm. And they be quoting scriptures out of books. That's not even in the Torah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you don't even know what you're talking about. I, 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 I usually say unchurched to church. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, unteach to teach. Right. Religious people. Yeah. I won't say religious people, you know. I'll say people who are controlled, who have been deceived, mm -hmm. who have been captivated, who are bound in religious indoctrination are the toughest ones to deal with. That's right. The hardest ones to deal with. But that spirit of Elihu, Elijah translated uh, by the colonizers, uh, that prophetic, that anointing, that mantle, mm -hmm. the fathers are establishing it. Now, when he said fathers, not only fathers of children, but leaders, and leaders, mm, yeah. leaders, leader. Now, father, another word for father is source. Leaders, fathers, men are a source. And if men are connected to the source, they're going to teach their children. Mm -hmm. Their children going to teach other children. Other children going to pay attention to them mm -hmm. because youth everywhere, that's what they are looking for. It's been set up like that. Yeah. You no, know, the athletes, I mean, that's, that's wearing out now. The hip hop and all that stuff, that's wearing out. Things are happening. Kids are waking up. Say, wait a minute. I see how that turned. I don't think I want to quite go that mm -hmm. way. And they are looking, but when they look, see, this was happening. They going it. They are studying. Mm -hmm. And if you if you if you don't haven't found out that the Bible was used to condone slavery, if you don't know about that. If you don't know about that, fifty eight verses been added. If you don't know about the transliterations. If you don't know that the Greek was not the original or the oldest version of the Messianic, if you don't know all these things, they're not listening to you because they're going on the Internet and seeing it. You say that the Greek was what? Uh, it's not the oldest version. Okay, it's not. I it's want to not. make sure I heard you say it's not. <laughs> They'll come back and say, well, what about the Ethiopic Bible, the Black Bible? Why you don't know that? Then they don't want to hear you yeah. because it's ignorance, you know, based on religion. But a father who establishes word knows these things. Yes. And this is one reason we have been so effective with the younger uh, mm -hmm. group and some who are you know mature even our age and stuff like that they're coming around mm -hmm. but the belief right. system have to be challenged so we we these seven points here is actually the father's carry seed father's a source yeah so the seed is the carry everything that's needed to produce that product everything the if you look at a uh, if you want an apple don't go and buy an apple if you want that apple the rest of your life, go buy apple seed. Mm -hmm. Put it in this proper environment in right. the ground. Put it in the proper proper atmosphere, temperature. There's an eternal law in every seed and it's going to continue to reproduce. Yes. Continue to reproduce. Mm -hmm. So that's why we say the seed produces the root. The seed, uh, the Hebrew mm -hmm. olive bed, noon. <clears throat> the ancient African Madu neater, the pictograph, that's what that means, pictograph language. Uh, it's the picture of a seed. Like we got this up here. You see this. Uh, you see the root and you see the sprouts, but that started with a seed. Right. The pictograph in the ancient African Hebrew language or Edenite, Akabulan Hebrew language, is a picture of a seed for the Hebrew alphabet noon. Mm -hmm. Picture of a seed that sprouted. Right. And that, that tells us 
uh, invokes our memory in terms of what noon mean. And it means life or eternal life, sonship to inherit. And the eternal law of reproduction is within that seed. Right. Yeah. And that's what that's when we get uh, to noon. And the number that corresponds with noon is 50. And of course, we know 50, one of the meanings is Jubilee, yeah. uh, to be free, set free. You know, like uh, we're in the uh, counting of the Omer now, counting up to uh, Shavuot, the mm -hmm. 50th day of the counting of the Omer, Jubilee, noon, life. Uh, the seed is producing. Uh, something has taken place to activate something. You know, and that, you know, that'll go back to the first fruit of the body. We're not going to get into that, but <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so the root produces the fruit. Mm -hmm. The root does. You know, the seed is going to develop into a root, and that root is going to develop into the, you know, this branch we see, these leaves, and, and fruit is going to come from it. Mm -hmm. So the deeper the root, the greater the fruit. If it's deep, uh, steeped in bad teaching, religious teaching, then that person is going to be full of religion. If the root is bad, then the fruit is bad. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to come back to those points also. That, that, that's what we're getting at when we said the root must be uprooted. So Yeshua said in Matthew 4, 17, you got to change the way you think. Right. Change the way that you think. When he said repent, that's the Hebrew uh, word uh, shuv. That's another Hebrew word uh, hagnon, uh for repent also. But the primary one that have the effective power in it is shuv, shin, uh, be yet, shin, be yet, tav, shuv, no, shin, shuv. It's the bottom end. Shuv, be yet, vav, that's it, shuv, uh -huh. be yet, vav, that's right. how you spell it. Mm -hmm. And uh, shuv, in this, in this instance, shin, one of the meaning of shin is to destroy, so to, it fit the text, always repent, this is going to fit the text. In this text, in terms of the meaning of repent or changing, shuv mean to destroy. I mean, shin. One meaning of shin means to destroy, consume, provide of peace and protection. But it, this this text, this word, it means to destroy. And yet uh, means what controls the inside and vav means what's established. Right. So what has been established on the inside that's controlling my thinking must be destroyed. Has it destroyed? It must be cut off and uprooted because okay. thoughts, you can't destroy a thought, right? You can't destroy an idea. So that idea, that thought that's rooted in the belief system, you get to cut it out of there, take it out. And that another seed got to be planted in them, just like in the ground, a different seed. That's why number seven said the source of the seed must be changed. The school of thought must be changed. I got to listen to something different. I got to be able to change. I have to decide within myself. We have free wills. I'll be willing okay. to say, okay, I, I'm going to change the way I think. You know what? I, I, don't, I don't want that anymore. And once you do that, you take that out, but you have to receive a different seed in there. Yes. I wanted to share the scripture in Tehillim 1. We don't have it on the PowerPoint, but I wanted to just speak this because when you were talking about being rooted, planted, mm -hmm. just remind me of this particular scripture um, in Tehillim 1, it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, mm -hmm. nor stands in the path of the sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, um, but his delight is in the law of Yahweh, mm -hmm. and, and his law, he meditates day and night. Mm -hmm. See, that's that's dealing with the seed, the root, all mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. So he's established how he's mm -hmm. established because the word of Elohim is in him. The mm -hmm. word is his delight. Mm -hmm. The word is what's making him uh, be pliable to what the father wants. He's mm -hmm. pliable. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not bent on doing what he wants to do, mm -hmm. but he's delighting in the laws of, or the instructions or the teachings of the covenant of the word. Right. So all of that goes right in line with what you were just saying. And, and you, and the key to that is meditate. Yes. That word bless, uh, our tech may have that verse up, but, uh, the word bless is, is not the Hebrew word Baruch. Is the Hebrew word Asar in this particular text? Right, Asar. Asar, and uh, it's it's powerful uh, because it's dealing with the fire of the prince, 
being mm -hmm. on the head. Asar, uh, Olive Sheen. Yeah. Olive Sheen is in there, and then you got a Resh. Olive Sheen Resh. Now, Sheen Resh spells Sar. I mean, Sheen Resh is Sar in the Hebrew, which means prince. Yes. It's translated mm -hmm. prince. Right. Okay, and then you got that Sheen, and the father is an all-consuming fire. Sheen, yes. Olive Sheen spells fire. So when he said, blessed is the man, the man who have the fire of the prince, mm. the fire of the prince in his mind. Yes. And the, the scriptures say uh, Elohim is an all consuming fire and his word. If he he the father and his word are one. If the father's an all consuming fire, his word is an all consuming fire and his word totally consumes anything. Mm -hmm. It totally it'll consume it or it'll destroy it. It'll to it just takes over everything. Yes. So what he's saying is. The person who have the word in their mind, the word purifies the thinking, the thoughts, yes. the thoughts of the righteous are right. You know, that person and he, that person get that way because they make a choice not to choose the path of the sinner, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, mm -hmm. uh, nor a walk in the way, uh, what is it? Walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand it in the path of the sinner, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Right. But his delight is in the teaching. Uh, that, that's the word Torah there. That's right. And uh, to get the uh, uh, proper translation and the thought that the Holy Spirit want to get to us, you go to the word Hebrew word Torah and you look at each letter word that's in there that's spelling that word. And when you get it, you're going to find this meaning, the teaching that comes from the leader who established the covenant of by way of the cross. Yeah. So it's not just talking about the Torah uh, alone, those mm -hmm. five, actually seven books. And see, religious folks don't know that. Well, let me stop saying that. Some people don't know that. This It's seven books originally, seven books in the Torah, not five. So you Torah teachers, learn that before you try to say you're a Torah teacher. <laughs> All right, so um, uh, this particular, it go past that and it goes to all the teachings not just the seven books of the Torah, yes. but it's the teaching, yes. the teaching that comes from the prince, the leader, Yeshua, who established the covenant. Mm -hmm. See, they'll go back to Malachi, the fathers who are establishing the covenant, mm -hmm. who have their teaching, who have the word. And if he meditate, and then Yahashua called Joshua, uh, one and eight said, uh, you meditate in this book of the teaching. Right. And I, to do it, you meditate in it, you think about yeah. it, to look at it, to do it. And it said, you will make your way prosperous mm -hmm. and you will have success. You don't depend on nobody else. You will do make your way prosperous. You will have success because your meditation, you know, you're thinking about the word. And as you think about it, this is what happens. You change. You allow that, mm. that, that root yeah. of error that's in you. You're saying, I don't want this, I want that. I don't want this, I don't I want that. And you're just thinking about the word, thinking about the word. That's why media is so important because entertainment means to enter in and retain. Mm -hmm. So if you caught up in entertainment, then that's what's in your belief system. Yeah, so as I meditate, I make that divine exchange. Right. My thoughts for his thoughts, right. my precepts for his precepts. And there's laws of meditation. Yeah. I did a, a teaching on that. Yeah. Laws of meditation will produce Applying the laws of meditation will produce illumination. Illumination is the understanding that the Holy Spirit give you of the word. There is no understanding of the word apart from the Holy Spirit giving it. He That's said, right. lean not to your understanding right. yeah. and knowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your path. How is he going to direct the path? Ephraim called Ephesians 1, uh, Sheo, Sheu said, I pray that the Father will give you the spirit of wisdom mm -hmm. and revelation in the knowledge of him, the mind of your understanding being in light. Right. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. Yeah, so that, that rules out the theory that we're gods. <laughs> okay. I mean, you could just take the word. If we would just allow the word of Elohim to shine in that dark place and mm -hmm. give us that illumination, mm -hmm. then this stuff, it just it's it's just stamp null and void. Right. But if we want to hold on to it, then it's gonna just stay there. Right. Well, let's sit there since you're in it, and uh, we're not rushing because we need we this. It has to change. Yeah. So we're gonna do just like Yeshua do, working on changing your mind. How important to change your mind? 
I'm talking to young people now, and I'm talking to teachers who will be teaching the young people and parents who will be teaching uh, their young people. So it's, it's that, it's like this. You just said, say that statement you just said. About, um, so that, that nullifies the part that we are gods. Right, we are gods. Now, there's a scripture. Yeah. There's a translation in the Bible. Mm-hmm. That said, O English, ye are gods. And people who are educated using the ye stuff, I don't get that. <laughs> why, why are you doing it? Just to prove a point. Yeah. That's all. Uh, erone if error is in me, then anything that can strengthen that error, then I'm a quote. I don't care where it come from. Mm. And if you go look oh at goodness. it, the proper translation is that you are the sons of Elohim. Yeah. You are his seeds. And the word God is really God is really a downplay to who the father is because there are many gods. Mm. And he don't fit in the category of many gods. Right. The Hebrew word for God is El, Aleph Lamed. That's translated into the English God. That same word is used throughout for any God. Mm -hmm. That's what you will see. Yeah. Now, when you're talking about the father creator, one of the main uh, names that he have revealed to us is Elohim. Mm -hmm. Aleph Lamed Hai Yud Mim. Right. Okay, it's not translated because God is come from the Hebrew word Olive Lamed. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come from El. And you look right there in Bereshit 101. It said Bereshit Barah Elohim et Hashemim Ha'aretz. In the beginning, Elohim created the Olive Tav, who is the word Yeshua, and the word created the heavens and the earth. But it's translated. That is not right. Every time you see the word God, it is not. It's only talking about Olive Lamed, not Elohim. And people will argue on that, but now we give you more education. Yeah. So you understand more. Here's another word that's not translated. Uh, Emmanuel is not translated into English. There are several Hebrew words that are not translated. They are transliterated. And I said yesterday on our study group page, there are lies in the Bible and people want to <laughs> holler and scream. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, you, you're starting to fight when you say that. That's what Yeshua did. <laughs> He said, you are, you are a lie. You, you have your father, the devil. Right. You don't even know the father. I mean, he just flat dealt with it. Yeah, That's the spirit daddy. of Elihu. Yeah, your daddy is the devil. <laughs> you sure? He brought that anointing. You know, that, that anointing uh, Malachi talks about? Mm -hmm. the, uh, uh, he said he'll uh, uh, bring back the spirit of Elihu, called Elijah in English. Yes. He'll turn the hearts, uh, uh, that anointing, turn the hearts of the uh, fathers to the children, children to the father. Well, Yeshua was the one who brought that anointing. Right. He looked right in their face and said, "No, y'all, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know the creator. You, you have your daddy, the devil." Mm. Went right up to the bishop and told him, <laughs> "Said bishop, you are the devil. That's your daddy. You don't, you don't know about. You don't know about the real yeah. thing." <laughs> I tell you. Okay, so uh, wow, you started all that when you okay. got into that. Okay. Okay, so with that being said, meditation, we're gonna look at a command with promise. All right, and many uh, religion and, and you know, and you got Bible notes and stuff like that. Uh, remember, Bible is just, it means book of books. That's it. That's mm -hmm. it. Right. You know, but religion, oh, no, that's that's holy. No, it's a book of books that's been translated. Mm -hmm. What's holy is the scriptures in the authentic, original form uh, that reflect what the Holy Spirit said, not what man added in for the purpose of understanding. The Holy Spirit give understanding. That's right. So um, here we go. The fifth letter of the covenant or the fifth covenant. The oh. fifth command. Right. In, the fifth command. In Shemot or Exodus 20, 12, the word reads, honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land of Yahweh, your Elohim is giving you. Okay. Before we uh, get in this, um, uh, the 10 commandments are not the 10 commandments. Mm -hmm. These are 10 covenant laws. I thought you were going to say 10 national laws. Or you could say 10, uh, 10 covenant laws to yeah. govern a nation. Okay. So they're national in that text. He gave it to Moshe, a leader of a nation. The father is always after nations. He told Abraham, nations are going to be blessed through you. Nations are going to come through you. He told Sarah, if he changed her name, that you'll be the mother of nations. Right. He never said religion. He didn't say uh, Islam, Muslim, Christianity, Catholic. Mm -hmm. He didn't say any of that. He was looking for a holy 
and the word doesn't label us based on none of those titles I just mentioned. Hmm. Cause Kepha said you are chosen generation. generation. That's what right. we after the generation. Yes. A royal priesthood, mm -hmm. a holy what? Nation. nation. Yes. Nation, not holy church, holy nation. I know you see the word church in the Bible. It's the Greek word ekklesia, and it means those who have been called out, gifted by the gods to lead those subordinates who need to be led. Mm. And there's a qualification in order to be in that class ecclesia. You must have narrow skin and nose. You got to have straight hair. In other words, you can't be black and be an ecclesia. Yeah. See, yeah. most black folk don't know that if you knew it, you would rebel against those <laughs> definition of terms. Right, right. But yeah. most black folk, again, just like other people, uh, have been indoctrinated and accepted that word and went to some lexicon that was wrote by some colonizer to brainwash it and you, you believed it. Yeah. But your children are challenging it because they, they are looking at it. That's right. They're looking at it very good. So those were 10 national reason we say covenant because they didn't work in, unless they kept them. So it was a covenant. Now, out of those 10 national laws that the father gave to this man that he sent to lead this nation, mm -hmm. Abraham, nations, Moshea, nations, all through the scripture, nations, nation, nation, from one blood, he called all nations or he made all nations, he, nations, nation, nation. Now, here's the fifth one. And we're going to look at actually the meaning of the uh, letter five, where it come from, that Hebrew alphabet that it come from. But this is the first national law that carried a promise. Right. The, the first, because the other four, look, you just do this. Mm -hmm. Do this. They don't, don't have nobody else before me. Don't create no images and go worship them. Uh, don't be using my authority, my reputation, my honor. Don't approach me in vain. Don't, don't do that. Uh, the way that you live, part of your culture is the... Uh, covenant of the Shabbat. The Shabbat is a covenant. Most oh, yeah. people think it's just a day. It's a covenant. And then he uh, said, when he got to this fifth one, he had a promise with it. Mm -hmm. So this is why we said the fifth, uh, uh, we're going to read this. You're going to see this in there. Go ahead, Dr. Nate. Uh, okay. So in Ephesians 6 or Ephesium, um, children obey your parents in Yahweh for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. And there it is. The first commandment with what? A promise. It's not the first. And really, command, it should be the first national law to govern a nation. Mm -hmm. All right. So we can correct that. But it said he said it's the first one with a promise. Right. The other ones, you do it or you don't. This one, you do it, I reward you. Mm -hmm. So that's very significant. So the father, even with himself, he didn't give no promise. He said, listen, you don't have nobody before me, period. Mm -hmm. I mean, ain't, well, we, nothing we're going to talk about. I just told you that's it. But when it came to honoring that father and that mother, he attached a promise with it. That tells us that this is very close and dear to him, that he is willing to give a reward to the nation, to the citizens who would do this. Not only you get the, the privileges, and benefits of being a citizen, mm -hmm. but you also get some extra with it if you honor your father, source, and you mother, your mother, the person you came through. Honor the person you came from and the person you came That's through. Good. Yes. Then now you're gonna get a promise. And what is that promise? Okay, in order that it may be well with you and you may live a long time on the earth. You may live a now. He don't just mean just living, just to be living. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just living, no purpose. You know what I mean? No hope, just wasting their lives. I see, uh, that's why entertainment is so powerful also. Right, yeah. And we was in uh, Florida, I, I was watching some things. And I said, man, all this stuff being done. And then I saw some, you know, watch a little TV and saw the different game shows and new stuff and going more extreme and more extreme and all this. I said, people really don't know their purpose. And it's because people, excuse me, don't know their purpose, mm -hmm. then they need to be stimulated emotionally. Yeah, continually. The flesh is never satisfied. No, stimulated. Right. So I, oh, I feel good about myself. I accomplished that, you know, and then drop back down because the purpose is not known. Oh, we're going to go do this. I'm going to challenge this. I'm going to win this challenge. Oh, I got to go to something else. Make it harder. Make it tougher. <laughs> you know, give me more drugs. Give me more this, more this, more that, mm -hmm. more that, more that. That's why things are the way just such in a lawless state because people really 
uh, for the most part, don't know their purpose. Right. A yeah. purpose, a person who know their purpose don't need entertainment. They will enjoy entertainment, but the entertainment is not needed. Mm -hmm. You can put them out in the middle of the field by themselves. They just happened, just going on, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Wake up, man. Yeah, I got this. Oh, I'm thought. Of, oh, I got this idea to go with this. There's always playing and stuff and excited because they know the purpose. Yeah. And that purpose is that mandate. The father got me here for a reason. I want to tell the youth this. Don't don't even think about committing suicide. Mm. You are here for a purpose. The father created you, made you. He never did anything against you. He, he ain't been on sending you to hell. He don't do all that. People send themselves. Right. He is for you. He have a plan for you. He have a future for you. Everything is already finished before you were even born. What you need to do is stop focusing on all the negativity and what people expect of you and what you didn't do and what you didn't accomplish mm -hmm. and just begin to focus on this right here. I'm here. I got a reason. There's a plan for me. And, and just change the way you think. Get away from around people who a lot of people scolding you and talking about you and, and, and mm -hmm. all that peer pressure because the enemy is using them because he see the purpose on your life. You don't have to separate. You don't have to separate. Get away from them, but don't separate from everybody. And that time that you are spending to yourself, just start asking the Holy Spirit. You don't have to go through no religious drama. You don't have to go no conference. No, you don't. You don't have to turn on the TV and watch this, this network or that network. Just start talking to the Father. Father, show me my purpose. I know I, I'm, I'm here for a reason. Good, yeah. I'm here for a reason because... Yes. Uh, change, saving our, uh, our children, saving our future generation. Uh, I think it was last week I, I heard about people who I, I don't know a lot of people. I don't hang around a lot of folks. But the ones I know mm -hmm. was telling me at, at least four instances the conversation was about a youth who had committed suicide. Mm. That's wow. what the comment. I said, wait a minute. That's not all the pandemic. Pandemic just intensified and, right. and, 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 and multiplied. But those thoughts was there all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know? And here we go again. Because I can't be around somebody, I'm going to die? What? Or because I can't play basketball or can't see my friends? No. The Father didn't create you for that. That's right. <laughs> you got a purpose. You got a, a purpose. You got a men, young men. You got nations in you. Mm. Think about who is in you. You're a powerful young man. You, got na you don't need hip-hop to fulfill your purpose. You don't need to be a rapper. You don't need to be a basketball player. You don't need to be a football player. You don't, you don't need a CD to uh, fulfill mm -hmm. your purpose. The Father made you. However you can't get to be here, you here now. And young women, the same way. You don't have to be naked. You don't have to be have a big butt, big uh, breasts, uh, big lips, and show everything. No, that is not your purpose, to be on display and enhance more immorality in society. You got a brain on you. You got a purpose. So I'm encouraging you to change the way that you think. That's good. Yes. Change it. And the father is right there for you. All right. So now we're not going to uh, finish. We, we at least we're getting in here. So the first two is honoring. And then uh, and then he says something to the fathers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he said, um, fathers, do not make your children angry, but bring them up in discipline and instruction of Yahweh. Oh, no, how come you say nothing about the mother? <laughs> oh, well. You see? Yeah. And see, a lot of women be tripping, but you're not tripping now because he said, fathers, he said nothing to the mother, and you got some mean, hateful mamas. You know, I was really, I was thinking about this, and part of it was many times the mother will go with the flow of the children, and it's the father who's saying, no, we're going to do this. Mm. No, we're going to do that. And so the children will be angry at the father, but hopefully the mother, you know, won't be in that, in that light. But yeah. Well, here's another one. Uh, the Hebrew word for fear, ahab, I believe that's it, for fear. It's love. No, angry. That, that's, that's, that's right. Ahab is love. No, no. They, they know your Hebrew go day, day. They, they Thanks know Hebrew. They, they Thanks know to you. Thanks to you. Okay, so, uh, and what does Ahab mean? It's spelled so, out. Yeah, Ahab, it means to reveal the heart of the father. And how you get that meaning? Olive, uh, olive, high bet. 
Mm -hmm. And so you have Olive Bet, we know that that means father, and then father. High, mm -hmm. which is in the middle, that means something is being revealed. So that's how the father's heart is revealed. Man, that's, that's interesting. Where you find that out at? Uh, Dr. Larry's Hebrew Keys of Revelation book. Man, I need to learn that. <laughs> Man, it takes all of those Gopi and Phileo and Eros and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Man, it ain't got nothing to do with what the Holy Spirit said, huh? Uh, no. So uh -uh. when he said love, he was saying, reveal the heart of the Father in heaven. And right. then that'll tie to Matthew, uh, when Yeshua said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, yeah. And he said, I'm here to do the will of my Father. And when you see me, you see the Father. So love is actually a manifestation of the Father in my words and my thoughts. My thoughts come at my words. The way I live, the way I treat people is the same way the Father would treat. Okay, that, now you don't took it. I mean, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow and wow. Yep. So it's more than unconditional. Oh yeah, definitely. I guess so. I got to learn a father in order to express him. Mm -hmm. So when people see learn me, learn his ways, learn what he loves, love right. what he loves, hate what he hates. Wow. Yeah. I, I got to start over. Okay. All right. So <laughs> the Hebrew word for uh, hatred, hatred, or uh, fear, anger, hostility, hostility, hatred. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, you got the, you got, uh, the word is Aleph, Yud, but yet. Ayab, yes, Ayab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ayab, not Ahab, but Ayab. Ayab, yeah. And Aleph, Yud, when they together, that, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's demanding, it's a demanding question or challenge because something is missing. Mm -hmm. And by it being spelled Aleph, Yud, but yet, the father Father spell Olive, but yet, so because when the father is absent or because the father's not present, then you have hatred and hostility. Mm -hmm. So we look at that word for anger in the Hebrew, mm -hmm. and he'll tell us that anger and hostility is there because the father is not. Okay. So yeah. now, now we take the, the Hebrew. Yeah what the Holy Ghost said and the language he spoke in and the language the light writers wrote in Greek folk. And you will see that what he is saying is that when he said, fathers do not make your children angry. Right. A child is angry when the father is not present. Yes. That's good. A father with vision. That's right. A father with vision is mm -hmm. not present. So fathers, when you are absent from your children, Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. See, this is going to get to this thing we got going on with the absence of Father. We need to get a hold of this. Not just a man, a father with vision mm. of family, the purpose of family. If you are absent, if you don't know the vision, then you are absent from your children and they are hostile. They are angry. Uh, they hateful. Mm. You know, I ministered why you development center for years. Mm. And those young men out there, everyone I talk to, said that he hate his father because he was not there. Right. Period. 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 This is what he is, is saying. It's not, well, you know, uh, 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 and all this Greek stuff and all this stuff been said is not what he is talking about. He's getting at the core of the matter, matter. And that is, if I'm a man around my kids and don't have no vision for that family based on what the father, the father intended, which I has on water the father, mm. <laughs> she said, I don't cry a lot. But the father, I cry enough for both of us. The father, <laughs> purpose for those children, for that family, for that future generation, that next generation. Yeah. They are going to be in the state that they are in, and that is very hostile. Right. Uh, you got young girls with cuss grown men out, talk like they, they just the super uh, uh, heavyweight champion of the world. Little 90 pound girl, talk to a big. 280 pound man like she gonna whoop him i mean all yeah. kind of crazy stuff and it's right here it's a father do not be absent of vision and do not be absent of vision for your children or family because you they're gonna be angry but bring them up in the discipline the vision and instruction vision of yahweh right and we got to stop there on those two and then we're yeah. gonna get back into it on next round and show you high and this promise and has there are two roles here, two responsibilities here. Got it. <laughs> my eyes wet. You got the responsibility 
of the father's source. That's why yeah. we, uh, and you get in, uh, the, fa the father, you got the responsibility of the mother. All right. And then you got the responsibility of the children. Children have responsibility. Yes, you do. You are now you see you got purpose. One of your purpose is to be accountable to the teachings of the Holy Spirit that's coming through your parents and coming through the teachers. If your parents are not teaching you the word connect, I have people around me now right. uh, that tell me my parents didn't teach me this. I learned this from you. Great. Okay. So as a uh, pastor, a teaching pastor, uh, we teaching the precepts of the kingdom. All I got to do it. Just yeah. teach them the word, train them up, teach them the word, the word will be with them. Let me share this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, while you were, were, where you were talking or ministering, I was just thinking about how angry I was, mm -hmm. you know, Oh, I thought I was going to be able to say it because I was when I was growing up without a father. Right. And so um, didn't know what was I knew something was missing. I didn't know why I was made up the way I was because I would always defend myself. Mm -hmm. You step on my toe, I'll punch you in the eye. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, she'll fight. She'll work on <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> no. But um, and just thinking how how valuable that father with vision is mm -hmm. and and so much so that when that father when he is in place how he's able to shape that child's life right to the point where he can make a positive impact because right now the youth they're looking for something right and they're looking in different places trying right. to fill that void right but we have to go back to the word and see what what's missing in my life. Mm -hmm. So that's why this is so it's not just uh, what I've been through, but just thinking how the father has reshaped mm -hmm. and how he has remolded and how I have the opportunity to see you as a father, husband, father, you know, and see that light. That's amazing. So that's why I just couldn't couldn't. Right. Uh, you know, we, we real people. Yeah. <laughs> we real people. Ain't nothing fake here. Yeah. And uh, this is this is very touching uh, because the father's heart is very uh, sensitive and right. he's concerned about this generation. Mm -hmm. He don't want it. Uh, the scriptures say we're going a little bit over. But the scripture says that uh, in Kepha, first Kepha, I believe it's three, that the father, Elohim, the creator, is not willing that any should perish. Right. That don't mean that everybody going to heaven. It doesn't mean it. No, it does not. But he said he is not willing that any should perish, but that all would what Matthew Yahoo 14 repent, change the way that they think and receive citizenry that's been made available you to you to become a citizen of his kingdom. We all belong to him. That's true. Everybody belong to Elohim by creative rights, but by nature, everybody are not. Uh, uh, the father is not their source because Yeshua said, told the Pharisees, your source is the devil. Your father's source of thinking and thoughts is the devil. It's not Elohim. And that'll help us out even in, um, uh, and we will end in here because if the Holy Spirit is dealing with you and uh, it's just what your reaction is, is just, hey, I'm, I'm changing this. That's all. It Just change. That's right. Just change. Just change and say, Holy Spirit, I, I refuse to continue to live the way I'm living, think the way I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I want to become, uh, get back in my spot where you place for me to be at and be back in right relationship with you. I want you to come in me and regenerate me. Put your genes back in me so I can be the generation you want me to be. That's what you do. And the next thing you do, uh, the father said in Timotheus 1 and 2 that the father will help. He's willing for all to be saved and coming to the knowledge of the truth. Too many are being saved and stuck at the door, still stuck at the cross, stuck at the door mm -hmm. and not moving into the house and ruling and reigning and taking up your residence as a son or daughter in the kingdom of Elohim. So we, uh, that's what uh, the ones that the Holy Spirit are dealing with. It's your opportunity. And please connect with us. Uh, uh, we're going to have more information on the end and we're going to add some, change some things around so you'll be able to see exactly how to connect with us, how to get in contact with myself, 
uh, and uh, Dr. Renee, uh, she do a lot of uh, direct personal ministry with the ladies. And, uh, you know, I, I deal with the men. I deal with everybody. But she is available. Now, you have a blessing here because Renee is not the system pastor because she is my wife. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> That's the last thing I had in my mind because I know people. <laughs> but when the Holy Spirit told me that's your Yahashua, your minister, your your assistant, then that, it was over. You know, and she accepted uh, willingly and the father is moving in those areas. So don't try to copycat. Make your wife sister pastor because we are doing it. It doesn't work like that. Make sure the Holy Spirit is saying it. Right. And I'm saying I'm being led. But we, we, we got to go here. We appreciate you so much. We're in accounting of the Omer, counting up to Shavuot. That's when you know how you know when the Feast of Weeks, uh, the Feast of Harvest, that particular uh, divine appointed date that the Father set in order before man was created. Uh, that's how you know when that day is, on the 50th day of the counting of the Omer. Uh, bless you. Baruch Hashem Adonai. Blessed be the name of Yeshua. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shalom. Shalom.